Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, hey, once again, it is such a pleasure to be uh, to have Tom Patry, NCAA two-time Tom, I believe, two-time champion. No, no, Cal, you didn't do your homework again. I won once, and I finished second once. Hmm. I knew Dan, there was a two. I knew there Dan, was a two in there somewhere. Dan, see yeah. how we go right out of the box, man. Right out of the box. Right, <laughs> right out of the box. Swing and yeah. a fucking a swing and a fucking miss right out of the box. <laughs> well, that that's why I'm trying to talk to Tom Patry about uh, you know how do I get this better, Tom? And, and besides, and besides that, that that NCAA victory was in a different century, so it's not even relevant anymore. Yeah, uh, we, we consider it's, it's relevant. It's relevant. Uh, it's relevant. It's ancient history. Ancient history. It's relevant. I now I see that ring all the time, Tom. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I see the ring. So it looks like you're uh, you're on the road. Uh, is that uh, not on the road literally right now? But it looks like you're traveling around. Um, I don't, you want to, uh, you want to drop a bio maybe for nobody that, uh, that knows you, if they're just listening for the first time, who cares? Who <laughs> <laughs> cares? It's not important. Uh, there's a lot of people that care. My, my, my mother used to care, but she's gone now. So don't worry. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Does, does it matter? All right. Moving on into what's going on at TP golf. No, uh, but where, <laughs> but where, no Tom, where are you today? I am in Charlottesville. Would you see? Now that's a relevant question, Dan. There you go, Dan. That's a relevant question, Dan. Yeah. I am in Charlottesville, Virginia, teaching the summer at a place called Farmington Country Club. Um, actually, very, very cool place. Cool place. About uh, a stone's throw from UVA campus. Um, never been here before. It was a, a new gig. Really, I mean, never been to Charlottesville before. Really cool. Actually, very cool town. Um, yeah. Really cool town. And, uh, and a cool club. Uh, so I've been here since May. When did I get here? May 7th. I'll be here till October 15th. Wow. Um, and uh, snuck home. I actually snuck home for July 4th weekend, which was fun. Oh. Uh, went down to Key West with the wife for a couple of days. Caught a 100-pound tarpon. That's relevant. <laughs> um, uh, got away from golf for a couple of days. But, uh, no, it's, it's a good gig. It's a nice place, nice membership, nice people. Um, and actually very cool. Historically, the club, uh, the main clubhouse was built and designed by a fellow named Thomas Jefferson. I don't know if Cal wouldn't, Cal wouldn't even know how to spell Jefferson. So it doesn't really matter, but, uh, but, but pretty cool. Pretty how cool many F's club. are in that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My, my point. Exactly. Hey, what, what about your Atlanta Braves, my man? You, you lost a very key player this week, didn't you? Um, you know, you don't have an, you don't have a clue. Right? I, I, I don't follow the Atlanta. I don't follow the Atlanta Braves. No, nobody in Atlanta follows any Atlanta sport. I mean, it's uh, it's almost sacrilegious. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So, so Tom, I will tell you that one thing. Chow did get a chance to talk to John Smoltz about two months ago. Oh, so that was that was cool because he did. So that's relevant. That is relevant, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't you go? Look at look at look at look at that tight lift over there. 
I know. He, 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 Dan, if you didn't feed him this stuff, he wouldn't. He couldn't get out of bed in the morning. I mean, come on, seriously. Right? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. No, no, no. He feeds me this stuff. That's why I can't get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> let's, let, let's get it right. Let's get it right. If we're gonna, if you're gonna call it, call it like you see it. But so speaking of, I think this is a relevant conversation. Now, and you may not, but but as a golf instructor, as a professional golf instructor, I think you would consider yourself that, Tom. <laughs> That's what I do. Yes. Okay. Perfect. So uh, we, we were we were just having a conversation with a guy, and he was talking about statistics of hand-eye coordination and how it relates to golf, and and we were talking about folks like. Uh, Matt Kuchar, who's winning ping pong, the, the little ping pong games when they're in rain delays, talking about Dustin Johnson, talk, talking about multiple, multiple facets sports or multiple yeah, players that are playing multiple sports and hand-eye coordination. And outside of T-ball, I can't think of another sport where you hit a ball that's sitting still. So have you ever, I mean, is there, uh, from a professional's perspective, what, what's your thoughts on, on that and how it translates and, and why are, are folks that have moved on to play, uh, especially collegiate sports outside of golf, why do they be, just gravitate towards being, uh, uh, they're, they're better golfers than others that may not have? Well, I mean, the guys that the guys that seem to translate the best are guys that played on the incline vertical. Do you understand incline vertical, Cal? You're, no. you're talking way over my head. So I'm not a professional golf. Yeah. So stay with me. A hockey stick is an incline vertical implement, just like a golf club is an incline vertical implement. So hockey players translate the best because they're used to being on the incline vertical, uh, striking at something, a puck. Um, so they translate really well. I taught some NHL players who are really good players. I mean, really, like real players. Um, I'm also having a lot of experience in, because of Charlottesville this summer with some um, with some college lacrosse players. If you don't know about college lacrosse, UVA just lost in the national championship to Maryland, by, to Maryland 17-16 in the NCAA final. And these guys have great hand-eye coordination, and they played with an implement in their hands, a lacrosse stick, and have crazy hand speed. Um, so the guys that seem to translate the best are guys that have had another implement in their hands, a tennis racket, a golf, uh, a baseball bat, a hockey stick, maybe a lacrosse stick. They, they seem to translate the best because they've done something with a stick and a ball before. Um, and the hockey and hockey being by far and away the leader, uh, as far as I've had experience translating them over and, and making them, making them good pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, there is a relevance, um, as opposed to Mr. Smith who can't walk and chew gum and comes to the tea. It's, it's tough. It's a tough game. Or, or, or myself or myself. Or, or yourself. Correct. Or I'm, myself. Glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that you beat me to it. Well, I, <laughs> Hey, if I'm, if I'm going to get one on you, I got to be pretty damn quick. <clears throat> You're doing good. You're doing good. You're so, doing good. uh, so, so you, you started, you went from Naples. So you went from, um, from crown colony to and did right. you your uh, your summer job is totally Farmington or are you heading on farther north? No, it's it's totally Farmington. You know, last summer, if you guys remember, which was a nightmare because of COVID. Well, you um, were you had a road show of like oh freaking ever. It was it was crazy, Cal. I, I had I drove last summer. I drove twenty seven thousand five hundred miles in five oh, months. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which was not which was not a particularly fun summer for me. Um, basically because for two reasons, one, I'm old 
and my ass gets sore in the seat very easily. Um, oh, oh, people that are listening, they can tell you're old and crotchety. That's for sure. No, come on, Cal, be nice. So, no, he, he, that, that wouldn't suit him. So, yeah, so I, I had, last time I had Indy, Saratoga, New York, and Atlantic City, New Jersey, and a triangle every two weeks. And it was, it was a long summer. It was a long summer. So I got home in uh, October last year, and I said to Denise, I said, I got I to gotta just go back to get, get doing something more traditional during the summer. Um, and this thing really literally came out of right field. It came out of right field in March. Um, there was a national post about this, this job. Uh, somebody who was involved in the hiring process was an old friend. I contacted him and, um, and we got it done really quickly. Uh, and it's worked out great. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a full-time summer position. Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed if everything works out well, the discussion is, uh, maybe this will be my last stop, um, from now to whenever I decide to hang it up. Um, you know, I'm 62. I'd like to get to, you know, I think in my mind, I'd like to get to like, 67, 68, um, you know, maybe here in the, in the winter. And then what I'd like to do is I don't see myself ever not doing this. So I'd like to pick one of the two seasons and teach you the winter or summer, but not teach both. Hmm. Uh, and I think, I think my, my inclination would be to teach in Florida during the winter and then have the summers off and, uh, and, and travel and do, you know, do some things that normal people do. Cause I've never been normal. I cows never been normal. So we can maybe get normal together. So, Tom, what's on the bucket list of places you want to travel to? Chance to travel to? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I, was, <laughs> I, had, I, just, I can't believe you asked that. I had this discussion with somebody the other day, um, and I've been really lucky. You know, when I played for a living, I played overseas quite a bit. So I played a little bit in Europe. I played South Africa. Um, and the winter, I, the, the last one I played South Africa, I was supposed to go. That was 84. I was supposed to go South Africa, Asia, Australia, because I was I was back then you didn't have to be qualified. The NCAA situation um, got me invited to play in a lot of different events. Um, and what happened was during the South Africa trip, the first leg, uh, I spent, um, I spent eight weeks, or I think I spent 10 weeks playing there. And in the middle of that tenure, uh, my father got ill and I was called home. Um, and long story short, because of a family situation, I actually hung the clubs up for almost over a year oh, wow. uh, during his illness. So I never got any further. Um, so I haven't seen the Far East, which I've always wanted to see. I've always wanted to see Australia, New Zealand. Um, I, I, I um, selfishly want to see Italy. And, um, and, and I want to see Montana, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota. That's, okay. the, only, those, that's the only area in the country that I haven't been to. Uh, in the U.S., um, so I'd like to see those too. Yeah, that, that sounds like a great plan, man. Well, that sounds like a great plan, and uh, we are so excited you're here, man. Really are. Thanks. Thanks and by the way, here. there's some, there's some great fly fishing in South Africa. I hear I haven't been there yet, but I I do uh, I do enjoy fishing, and I hear there's some great uh, great fly fishing down there for some of those like yellowfin. I don't even, I can't even pronounce the name of what they're called, but, uh, and then they've got a lot of bass fishing down there too. Large mouse. So. You know, a lot, of, a lot of good, a lot of good fly fishing in uh, New Zealand as well. So, you know, I, you know, just, I just like to get to go see those places, but you know, I, I want to see the places in the U S first. I want to get, get, get the U S done first probably. And then, uh, see what happens from there. But yeah, I think, oh, that's good. yeah. So is that the biggest tarpon you'd caught that was in the keys? The, the hundred pounder? <laughs> We've never talked about this, but my, my wife is a um, 
my wife is a better athlete than I've ever dreamed of being. It's not even, it's not even close and it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. And, uh, and it doesn't matter what she does. She's good at it, but she's, she's a world-class in, in my, in my eyes anyway. And I'm, I'm prejudiced obviously, but fly fisherman. Um, and she's caught, uh, I don't know if you guys know what a grand slam is, but in the keys, a grand slam is a tarpon, uh, a bonefish and a permit in the same day, which is, it's, you know, it's almost impossible to find all three in the same day, let alone catch them and find them. You know, sure. And with, and with a fly rod, even more difficult. And she's done that twice. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I, so I, I, I caught my fourth tarp in this past trip and she's probably caught 400. So, you know, she's kind of laughs at me when I get excited about that. But, uh, it was, um, it was my fourth and it was, I, I would say it was about tied for my biggest. I, I caught another, I caught another one in the, uh, in the Everglades that was, was just over a hundred pounds two winters ago. So that's yeah. a hell of a workout, isn't it? Oh my God. Holy shit. I mean, it's, so, I mean, you get to a point to where it's like, I almost want to be done and I don't yeah. even want to bring it in the boat because I so, can't. So I funny you say that Cal, cause when, it, when we got done, the captain said, man, that was a great catch. I said, it was a great catch, but the fish fucking won because he kicked my ass. <laughs> it was, it was not even close. My, 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 my right forearm was so sore and so on fire. Oh yeah. I mean, we, I, I was down there with another buddy, another golfer friend of mine from Naples. And he said, he said, no, keep going. You know, make the next cast. I said, make the next cast. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm making no more cast, dude. You're up. I said, yeah. I'm for a while that my ass it was yeah you were probably having muscle spasms that's like oh shit, dude. I, I can't even hold the damn bra i mean if i do this it's gonna like it's gone i'm just gonna i, I can't even when i hooked him i hooked him probably i don't know uh, 90 feet from the boat when i hooked up and he ran for and i'm not exaggerating he ran for 120 yards i'm sure yeah until like until i got semi under control and then when I set the hook at about 120 yards, the captain said, okay, now your job is to get into the boat. And I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> and this thing is like, and this guy was in the next county. And uh, we started fighting. And, uh, and, and it took me about just, just under 40 minutes to get him to the boat. It was, uh, he, he, was, he really did kick my ass. It was, it was, it was embarrassing. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's reality. I mean, it, it, oh if, you, if you've never caught something like that, you have no idea. And it sounds ridiculous that that would even be, I mean, people right now are going, Oh bullshit. I can catch a fish. And it's like, you don't, you have no fucking idea the just the strain that it has. And, oh and the thing is, but it's, a, it's like this constant motion and it's the same strain. Like you, and you get no, as soon as you let up, as soon as you give tension, gone, gone. I, so I it, could, yeah. Uh, was it last two winters ago? I, I hooked up a uh, about a ninety pound lemon shark, and and it was insane. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's so much stronger than a tarpon. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. And I, I, after I hooked up a ninety pound lemon shark, I said, "Okay, I'm done with sharks. That's enough sharks for me." I'll do something. Right. It was he also kicked my ass. So it's it's fun though. It's so much fun, you know. So, so hold on. Let's talk about you kicking a little ass for a minute, because um, I don't think we've talked. I don't think we spoke with you, but I, I saw that you played, and and of course I didn't do my homework. But I, why should I do the homework when we can get it straight from the horse's mouth? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no. But you uh, you played a competitive round of golf last. I think it was last winter. Uh, you, well, you played in a tournament. Uh, I thought I saw. I could I totally missed it. I qualified last year. You know, I don't get to play much anymore, and I, I really miss it. 
but I, I qualified for the Florida Senior Open um, and got into the final field. And then I, uh, I, I went up missing the 36-hole cut at the actual tournament. Um, but it was fun. I mean, and the, you know, you know, you know, it's Cal really, if you don't, it, it, it's, this is real hard to explain to people. You can go out with your members and play perfectly fine at your home golf course and hit shots, but playing competitive golf is a completely different mindset. Uh, and requires a whole different set of eyes and concentration and strategies. And, and, and when you don't play a lot of tournaments on a regular basis, you're not, and again, people aren't going to understand, you're not really what you call tournament sharp. You make some bad decisions. You make two bad decisions around and you're going to miss a cut. You know, you're just, you're just going to share all time and make a bogey or make a double somewhere. And, and, and you can't, you can't do that. You just, the two the shots are too precious. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping this, uh, my tournament days are dwindling at 62, even senior golf. I'm hoping to play four or five events next year. I'd like to play four or five where they're bunched a little closer together so you can get a, create, you know, create a little bit of momentum um, and have a little fun. But uh, yeah, it was nice to play again. It was nice to qualify for something. Um, but uh, you just can't play one event every three months and expect to be competitive. There are too many good club pros now, uh, and there are too many good tournaments to play in for club pros now where there are guys that have jobs that allow them to play 15 or 18 events a year. Sure. And if you're playing three events a year, you can't, you can't compete with that. You're just definitely not sharp. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully we can play a few more next year. So, so, so you said like you can't explain it, right? If if you don't know, you don't know, right? But if if you're, I mean, is, is there if you put it into layman, put it into cow terms of how do you how do you explain? Is it just reps? I mean, is it the well, not just reps, but is it just the right reps and the right events yeah, to get you into there? That's actually a great question. You know, I I do reps every day. I I even today, uh, you know, even in my my normal life both at Crown Colony and at um, and at Farmington, I'll hit some balls every day. I'll hit some balls, I'll hit some chips, I'll hit some pitches, I'll hit some putts. It's not really mechanically unsound. It's more a mindset unsound. It's, it's a certain type of focus, a certain type of mindset you're in when you're playing tournament golf for, versus playing casually. You, know, you, go on your, you go out in your home golf course with your members, no pressure, no lights are on, it's no big deal. We're going to hit shots. They think you're wonderful. You know, they think you're a freaking tour player, you know, and you, you, know, you spin around at your home place around even par all the time with your eyes closed. But when you tee it up, when you tee it up and it matters and it matters and you're playing against a different level of competition, you know, it, it's so Bobby Jones said, you know, tournament golf and golf have nothing to do with each other. Mm. You, know, you know, they just don't, it's just a different, it's a different stage brightness. And, uh, it require it requires you being in that element all the time, you know. Like no, like no matter how close you hit it, it's never a gimme. Well, no, there's no gimmies. There's no gimmies, and then the hole looks a lot smaller when you can't breathe. You know, it really does. <laughs> so, yeah, it's different. It's different. I like that quote. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. That, that, that's a, that's uh, that's solid. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad Dan asked another good question. That's all I'm saying. Dan's unbelievable. He's the best. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Say that. That's why. That's why he's here. That's exactly why he's here. So, what's um, what's your schedule look like for uh, what what times uh, what times Tom gets started? How many lessons you teach you today? And we'll get on to more important stuff. Tom gets up every morning about. Uh, I think the alarm is set every morning at the same time, five o'clock. 
So I get up at five. Uh, you know, I look at my emails in the morning. I just get the answers to people's questions. I do some online video stuff. I'm usually out the door by six forty-five. Um, I either start teaching at eight or nine, depending on my first lesson, and I'll teach till six at night with an hour break at the middle, you know, for lunch. Um, but pretty, pretty steady, pretty much full days. Um, and then I'll get done at six and I'll sit there and it's the end of the day emails at my office at the club. Um, and by that time I really want to get the hell out of there. But I, 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 but I usually, I usually don't. Sorry about that boys. No, you're good. No worries. I, I usually, I usually don't get out of there right away because I usually go out and I'll try to practice for a little while. Yeah. Um, and so now it's now it's seven seven thirty, and uh, I'll look for something to eat, and then I'll usually get home and pass out and go to bed. Well, I usually go to bed and then pass out, but uh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but, the, uh, but, you, but you pass out for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't worked and I haven't done anything all day. If, I mean, anybody, if anybody's watching this right now, anybody in the world is watching us at all. And, and, and if there's anybody watching us, why the hell would they be watching us truthfully? But if anybody is watching us, look at what's behind him and tell me why you think he passes out. <laughs> well, it's, it's not because I drink a lot, because if I did, you know what I wouldn't have? You know what I wouldn't have behind me? I tell you what, walk into an alcoholic's house and guess what you will not find? What will you not find? You will not find a single drop of alcohol because they drank it all. I just think you're I think you're on a journey. That's all. I think he's just working in that direction. No, it's a proven. I'm so old, man. I mean, I would have already been there for sure, Tom. I'd have Damn. been there a long time ago. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. Wait a minute. What, what I what I heard what I heard is Dan's working on a new co-host. His name's uh, TP. What, I, what initials I will, are TP? What oh. I will tell you, Tom, is he's been doing really well on the show. He's been keeping it together, and uh, and he's been we're having a great time. We've been having a great time on the show, and we're so glad you're here, Tom. Have you got a chance to explore the downtown of Charlottesville? I have. You know, it's it's, it's actually really cool. Um, there's a um, how do I describe this? There's a um, they call it a walking mall, and what it was originally, way back when, it was the original Main Street in Charlottesville. Okay. From what they've explained to me, X number of years ago, 20, 15, 20 years ago, uh, they had this brilliant idea, because it wasn't relevant anymore as Main Street, because the town had grown so much, that they closed it off, and they, they, uh, it was cobblestone. They closed it off. They planted some trees in the middle, and, and all these little shops and restaurants on each side um, were enclosed in this outdoor walking area. Um, and now they have, you know, they have music at night, and they have outside outdoor cafes and stuff. And it's probably from one end to the other. It's probably uh, six hundred yards, five six hundred yards, and it's about I don't know how many restaurants. Let's say there's thirty or forty restaurants in that area and shops and stuff, and it's music at night and. It's got a really cool vibe to it. Um, like if you went down there right now, it'd be packed. It'd be packed. Yeah. It'd be people sitting outside oh. eating and drinking and carrying on. And, um, <clears throat> but that's that's a cool area to hang out in. The, the UVA campus itself, which is right there, also not far away, um, is. You know, I always heard it was beautiful. It's spectacular. It's, wow. it's, it's, it's really a spectacular. It's a spectacular, and and it's it's a it's an easy town to walk around and get around. 
it, nothing is too far away. Like, I mean, I, I can't go, I can't go more than 20 minutes and not find what I'm looking for. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to get nice. around. Yeah. And then if you go out of the city in almost any direction, mostly more so West and North, um, obviously the Blue Ridge mountains and, and, uh, streams and lakes. And it, it's, it's, it's really beautiful. It really is beautiful. Uh, hmm. um, that sounds it, awesome. it, it, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool. Yeah, the Shenandoah Parkway. Ex- exactly right, Cal. That's yeah. exactly right. I'm, I'm, I'm 15 minutes, I'm 20 minutes from there. Oh yeah. Have you, do you, are you, uh, like, are you staying up there? Like, I know you said you went back for the fourth, but are you up there through the, like the complete through the weeks? You're not going, for, going back and forth. Yeah. I think, I think what's going to happen is, um, unfortunately, Nisa had these, these, Nisa have these dear friends that are kind of like our, became our surrogate grandparents. Um, and they're from Portland, Maine. And we knew them because they had a, we, we own a house in Key West and they had a house right next to us in Key West. And on Christmas day, he got up from the Christmas table and went upstairs and went to bed and never woke up. Oh, bummer. Not, not, that, man. Yeah, not a good deal. So because of COVID, we couldn't have a ceremony or have anything and have us go see him or anything. So I think what's going to happen is Lisa's going to drive up here at some point, spend about a week in Charlottesville with me. And then she's going to drive to Portland and spend um, a couple of weeks with, with the wife who's 82 now, who's a great lady, unbelievable sure. lady. And I'm going to fly up there for three or four days while she's up there and hang and uh, hopefully probably in September and do some striper fishing off of Portland too. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. And, and then, uh, and then come back to work. So take a, that's, that'll be my only other trip. Um, I do have Mondays off and I've already, uh, uh, a couple other things. I've secured the, uh, the owner of the New York giants is a good friend of mine and a student of mine, John Mara. So I've, also, I've already snagged some Washington. Uh, I can't, I'm not allowed to say Washington Redskin anymore. Am I? Can't say no. Well, Washington, now we are not a we're not a we're not a family friendly show. Football team, the football <laughs> team, yeah, whatever that means. Some some I'm going to say it's some Redskin Giant tickets for uh, Thursday night football. So I'm going to go up for that game in DC, uh, and I'm going to go up early, um, the day the morning of early. And uh, Damon Hack from the Golf Channel is a good buddy of mine. We're sure. going to play, play golf, I think, in the morning somewhere up there, and then go to the game. Um, so that's on the schedule. So I'm trying to sneak out here a little bit here and there. That's yeah. cool. Really cool, man. Yeah. Nice. Good for you, man. That's, yeah. uh, well, I mean, you're over here making it like it's doom and gloom. Like, Oh, I only want to work one season. I got to cut down a little bit. And it's like, you're, it's like, I've got red skin tickets. I'm going to play with David hack. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to ask you which golf course you're playing. Cause I know you're not going to tell me because you don't want people, uh, <laughs> trolling the, you, but the only reason I don't know, I'm not going to tell you, I would tell you, I don't, I don't know which one yet. I've got a couple of feelers out. So I'm going to, let's put it this way. It's not going to be a bad place. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of, I, so, so you brought it up, so I'm going to go there. So if you could play golf uh, in the in the D.C. Alexandria area, like what would you what, what would you recommend to people? I, I I've never played golf up there, so I I don't know. Well, I mean, if, if you if you get on anywhere you wanted to, you mean? Yeah. Well, obviously, Congressional's up there. Caves Valley is up there. I'll tell you, there's a, there's a great public golf course, Northern DC. I mean, real, I mean, it's public, but it is really good. It's called Bully Rock. Uh, and check it out online. It's, it's, a. Uh, they hosted, 
They hosted five or six LPGA championships there. They hosted a couple of Maryland Opens. Um, it, it's a really good golf course, and it's public, and anybody can go play there. It's really, really good. But, you know, the, the, the big ones in the area, you know, Caves Valley, obviously. Yeah, Robert, Trent Jones, Robert Trent Jones, where they played a couple of uh, President's Cups. Um, and then uh, Congressional, obviously, they played a, US, a couple of U.S. Opens at. Uh, are, are, are the big boys up there, but like Columbia country club in, uh, in Chevy chase and the Chevy chase club are both great golf courses, really good golf course. So DC has got some good golf. Got yeah. some good golf. Hey, let me, so we, you're, it's completely off topic, but it's relevant to golf because it's about a golf course. I'm just wondering, we were chatting with a fellow that, um, that had spent some time at old sandwich. Have you played that course? You know, no, outside, outside of Boston, Boston. No, but I heard, I heard it's terrific. Heard, heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. good. I played, the, I played the Country Club where we, we're hosting a U.S. Open here pretty soon, yeah. which is which is which is terrific. But I haven't played Old Sandwich. No, no. Hmm. And speaking yeah, of speaking, speaking of majors, we've got one coming up this week, don't we? Ooh, yeah. well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I played there. I played. Oh, oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. So, well, okay. Is, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get there, so let hey, me ask Tom, Tom real quick. Tom, tell them it's a golf podcast that we're on. <laughs> this this is a golf podcast, yeah. <laughs> so let, let me ask Tom Patry. So Tom Patry, are you a are you a links golfer or a non links golfer? I love links golf. I love links golf. I've been to I've been to Scotland fifteen times. Um, wow. I I you know I grew up. Now, I grew up on the far east end of Long Island, and for people who don't understand the far east end of Long Island, uh, Shinnecock Hills, hey. Mates, National, Briar's Head, um, Atlanta. Golf. Um, it's not what it's not what a Scott would consider Link's golf, but it's it is it is linksy and it is windy, really windy. And then I played my college golf in Florida, which is windy. So um, most people hate playing in the wind. I love playing in the wind. I, I, I turn the fans on, man. I love it. It's it's so much more fun. Um, for me. So yeah, I, I, I'm a big links golf fan, big links golf fan. Cool. cool. So, so uh, Royal St. George's, I think this is the 14th trip uh, that they're having the, the open championship there. It is not the British open by the way. Uh, so what's, uh, what's your take on um, how does, I, I haven't played it. How does Royal St. George's measure up? Real St. George is a hard golf course, very hard golf course. It's uh, in Sandwich, England, down on the south, um, southeast coast of, of England. Um, it's very exposed. Um, it's uh, I played there twice, um, during, both during my playing days, uh, so a long time ago now since I've been there. Uh, but I remember the first time being there, I played there. The first time it was a pretty docile day. Uh, the wind was not blowing very hard. And I thought it was hard as shit anyway. And then the second time I played there, <laughs> the second time I played there, the fans were on. And I was like, oh my God, this is just like, I'm getting my ass handed to me here. Um, it's, um, it's a really good test. I mean, I think, you know, I consider Carnoustie the hardest golf course in the, uh, in the open rota. Um, uh, but I would say Royal St. George's is right up there. Um, they're going to have their hands full. I have not seen the tournament prep as far as, what their ideas about fairway widths are this year. Yeah, I'm trying to get some stuff online and look at it, but it, it doesn't matter. It's going to be, if, if it blows, it's, 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 it's all they can handle. Well, the weather is supposed to be, um, uh, well, well, hold, hold on. So it was yesterday. It was like warm and, warm and balmy. So it was like 70 and partly cloudy. 
And uh, today when they went out this morning, it, it was like, holy shit, everything looks great. Forecast looks great. It's going to be a great tournament. And then by, uh, you know, before noon, uh, it's like, yeah, it's rain. We're shutting it down and we're going back in. <laughs> so, right? I mean, but it was like, literally like the forecast was, it's going to be great for the rest of the week. And then it's like, ah, just kidding. We're going to shut everything down and we're uh, going back inside. But one of the things people don't realize because, because England is an Island, <laughs> you've right. got, you got, you got the English channel on one side and the, and the Atlantic ocean on the other side, things change. Like things can change. Like, snapping your fingers and they change differently. So you, you don't even look at the forecast. It's usually that's not what's going to happen anyway. So um, if, if it's bad, if it gets bad, it, it's going to be really nasty. So, so you're used to these questions from me and I'm not going to say it's a dumb question because that's like a cliche and it, and it's not, but it, it's more of a state Well, it's a definitely a question. And you're going to be like, it's a dumb fucking question. So when you're, when you're prepping there with your pro, and the cap, you got the caddy and you got the pro who do you think's more stressed out at, at a, at an open championship, the caddy or the pro? That's a great question. Actually. And I think, I think that people don't realize that these guys who caddy for a living on tour um, are caddying for a living on tour. And, and, you know, they, they have a, they have a base, they're going to get paid, but you know, they get different percentages for different places of finish. So they want their horse to run. Um, so if, they, if, if you go into a week like this at Royal St. George's and your man is during the practice round seeing it fucking sideways, <laughs> you're, 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 you're not feeling real good about things, you know, about your week because you just had expenses to get over there and, and you're, you know, especially this year, you're in a bubble and things aren't very good anyway and it's, it's, it's a stressful situation. But, no, I, I think people don't understand that these caddies are, are vested in this situation very much so. Um, but, of course, the player is playing. If the player is playing, the caddy's caddying. So it, it's a different kind of stress. But everybody's got their level of stress, definitely. So every, everybody's fucked in the situation. They're just uh, they're, 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 di they're different. They're fucked equally but differently. That's correct. That's correct. That's that's exactly right, Cal. They are definitely. Hey, I, I, Dan, mark this. Mark this. I've made at least two pars on this show so far. Mm, okay, maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give him two pars. I'll give him two pars. Uh, Birdie's around the question. Birdie's he's, also, question. he's also made a couple of fucking triples, but he. <laughs> Hey, this is Hudson Swaffer, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. We just brought up caddies and you, you say you went down the road of the open championship and I'm going to talk about what are your favorite people. And oh, no. I want to, I want to, I don't know if I, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and go there. Just made a cat, just made a caddy change. I can understand why. I don't think it was he, I don't think he made the caddy change. I think his caddy probably said, Hey, I'm fucking out of here because this is like too, but it's like, this is bull. I'm not doing this stuff. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm talking about Bryson and I'm talking about that has got to be one of the, and don't get me wrong. I think that Tim probably, and I don't know Tim, 
but I'm using him on a first name basis like I do just so people know. But anyway, but Tim made a lot of good money. He, 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 he did a lot of hard work. He got a lot of, uh, of, of, you know, he got the spotlight in certain scenarios, but what I would also say is if you, if you equate that out to dollar per hour, when it's, you know, uh, nine 30 or 10 o'clock on a Friday and he's missed the cut and he's like, no, 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 no. Get the umbrella, get the fan, get the, I, I don't know. I can understand why you might not want to be in that relationship anymore and why you might want to do something else. I think it was weird timing that they did it other than it's publicity. And then as you're talking about this TP, I want you to be thinking about my next question, which is this whole player incentive program or whatever the fuck they're calling it. So I, that, that's going to be my follow-up question. And then we'll get into that. But. So Bryson, by reputation, and I, I don't know Bryson at all. And I don't, I don't know the caddy at all, but by reputation and through other guys that I do know out there is the hardest bag on tour. Mm. He's, he's demanding. He's eccentric. He's a little bit of a Looney Tune. Um, he, you know, he he's over the top on 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 all on all counts. So I'm sure it's not an easy bag to carry or an easy guy to work with. Um, I think he's going to find out. He he might go through a number of people in the next year or so before he finds somebody that will put up with his bullshit on a regular basis. Um, I wouldn't want any part of him. I wouldn't want. <laughs> I would want no part of that situation at all. Um, it, it's hard enough being out there and making a living as a caddy. Uh, and listen, the guy's a great player. There's no doubt about it. He's a great player. Yeah, but he's, sure. he's, he's, a, he's a different duck, man. He's a, he's a different dude. And, and I'm, I, you know, anybody to stay with him as long as that caddy stay with him, God bless him, man. He deserves a, he deserves a fucking gold star. I mean, you know, he – that's that's got to be a hard situation right there, man. Really hard. Um, I wouldn't even want to fucking play practice rounds with that, that guy. I, I, you know, I, wouldn't want any, I wouldn't want anything to do with him, you know. Um, so I mean, and, and you're right, Cal. I think you're really right about the timing is awful. You got you got the Open, you got the Olympics, you got some you got some big world golf championships. Well, you got he, he's going to be in the playoff. I mean, playoffs. He's going to make the playoffs. <laughs> got a lot of stuff coming up here in a short period of time that's going to push you get the Ryder Cup. You know, a lot of things smushed together here. And now you, now you don't you don't have a caddy who really knows your shit very well. You know, he, he's he's made some bad decisions before. This is one of his really top 10 bonehead moves right now at this time in this situation right here. So yeah. I don't mean to cut you off and, and, but I, but I want to ask a re- I think a relevant question. I mean, you, you've been, you, you're a PGA professional, you played professionally and, and uh, agreed at, at a different time and the way things that were and the way things were happening. But, <laughs> I, but I'm, but like, but you just talked about being like uh, being tournament sharp and already knowing like what, you know, that, Head case, I don't know the guy, and I'm not near none of the all three of us aren't as probably as smart as that guy is. I don't know. You 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 can speculate afterwards. I know it's smart, but anyway, he's doing things differently than probably any of the three of us would do them. He couldn't make as many triple bogeys on a golf course as I could, I can guarantee you. But I guess where I'm going with this is it's like it's what's that camp look like over there that's running the show? 
because it looks like it, it's like, hey, man, all you have to do is just, just let's make it through. I mean, literally, we've got uh, right. I mean, we're right. July, se- September, September. We've got the friggin uh, the, the you know, East Lake. We got the championship. I mean, it ain't that fucking if you put up with shit for this long, you can do it for like six more weeks. I agree. Cal, I agree. A thousand percent. I, I, listen, we're not getting along. We have a caddy player situation like that one and we're not getting along. Let's sit down like two grown men and say, listen, let's put this aside for right now and let's get from now to the end of the season and then we'll decide where we want to go from there. Let's just get, let's finish the season now. You know, let's just, let's bury the hatchet for a little while here. We, we can make some, we can make a nice little run here. Makes everybody makes a little bit of money, have, you know, have a little success. Let's get from here to the end of the tunnel before we cut each other's heads off. Well, but you, so you shared a story with us about you had a caddy experience with a gentleman one time and uh, it may not have gone so positive. It happens, but I mean, but you're talking no, no, about- no, you, you were caddying for him. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure I remember what we're talking about here. Yeah, shit. I know I'm trying to capture the, uh, the gentleman's okay. name that you were caddying for. I was caddying <sighs> I don't. I don't remember what we we're talking about at all. But let me let me just say this: you got a, you got a top five player in the world. This caddy stands to make in the next eight weeks. A book. If this guy gets on a roll right now, seven figures. Oh, easy, right? He he could do that, right? And and the player stands to make a boatload too in the next seven or eight weeks. He gets on a roll. So. You know, if we hate each other's guts, which I, I don't think they hate each other's guts. I think they're just, you know, they're a little tired of each other. You can make it through another seven or eight week period. Let's just get through this and then we'll decide what we want to do. To make that decision right now, the week of the British Open, yeah. with, with the Ryder Cup behind it, with the Olympics behind it, with World Golf Championship behind it, with, with the playoffs behind it, it's, it's, it's just stupidity. It's just stupidity. Yeah, I, I couldn't make sense of it either. And even though you know the uh, the kid that's coming, guy that's coming over, you know, he's in in uh, in Como's camp down in Texas at his home club. But I mean, I'm even thinking, why would he want to put himself in that position? Because he caddied for him, he caddied for him at the at the match that they had at, at Big Sky. And I'm going like, okay, so you're getting some comfort levels there, and he's pulling out, and you know, he's doing the Bryson's doing the yardage book thing. But I'm going like. I don't know that that shines a good light on him because there has to be, and I've never had a, I've never played professionally. I never will TP. I've never had a caddy other than that's I had. Safe. To, what's that? That's safe. That's safe. You're not going to play professionally. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a bet. Bet the fucking house on that shit. So you're saying you're not that good of a teacher. There's no chance. So <laughs> if it was David Ledbetter or me and Jimmy McLean, we couldn't get you out there. But anyway, no, but my point is, is that you've got this guy and, and now you're traveling to a tournament that I don't, did Bryson, I don't know if he's even played a open before. Yes, he well, has. He, yeah, he has, he has, he has, he has, sorry, he has. Uh, so he's played, but again, you're going over, he's playing Lynx golf. And so you mentioned, you've said it, that you've played Royal St. George's. And I think that it's going to be, I don't think the course is going to set up well for him, man. Well, forget the forget the golfers. This kid, this this gentleman, he, I'm, I'm sure he's a club pro. He has no caddy experience on tour. To tour, mm. listen, caddying on tour and carrying a golf bag are not are not the same thing. Caddying on tour 
and doing yardages like that and making adjustments and reading the player. And, and the, people understand how much goes into that. I mean, guys like Bones and guys like Joey LaCava, guys who are really the best caddies on tour, they are magicians at managing a situation out there mm-hmm. for, their, for their player. Um, I, I don't care how good of a golf professional is. Listen, I'm a, I was a pretty good player. I'm a pretty good teacher. I could not do the job that Joey Lacava or Bones McKay did, did for Phil Mickelson or, or Joey Lacava did for Tiger or Freddie Couples. They, they can't, they, they, they are artists. They are, they're experts at what they do. And that is a, that's an art form, cutting at a higher level in a pressure situation. So put a club pro on your golf bag for the last week of the season. I don't care how well you like the guy or how good of a club pro he is, if he's a decent player. He's not a tour caddy. That's not that's not his expertise. Hey, just, look at look, look at Fluff. He just carried Jim Furyk around uh, Nebraska for a U.S. Senior Open. There's a guy who's got 40, 50 years of, of tour tour's experience. You know, making decisions. That's that's who you want on your bag. Yeah. You, know? you just don't you just don't go. Hey, this guy's a club pro. He's a good friend of mine. He's going to come out here and caddy for me. Bryson, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got him out of the way. So who no, do no, you? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. Where, where Dan, are you going? Dan's where, where gonna one up me. Where were you go going? Down. No, you you oh. go ahead. You go ahead. Were you gonna go off of the Bryson County thing, or were you going no, somewhere else? No, but you you go ahead. You go ahead. So I was thinking about this, Tom, and Cal and I were thinking about this as well with regards to so the green books might be going away next year. One of the areas that Bryson has struggled with is like at Augusta with the greens because he doesn't have the greens book. I, my thought was he needs a caddy that can help him like a Jason Kokrak's caddy with reading the greens. What do you think about that? Hey, I think that's a, yeah, that's almost an albatross right there, TP. (laughs) Bryson and Augusta are like oil and water in that he he's clearly has overthought the whole thing. Right. I mean, yeah. Probably the most, the 18 most complex putting surfaces on the the same golf course, right? So he was going to solve the mystery with the green books. Well, that we've we've already seen that that didn't work out. Okay, so now you put him out there without a green book, and 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 the caddy situation is in limbo, right? Really? Yeah. I mean, now 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 where are we going with this? Again, it goes back to, you know. There are 156 players on the PGA Tour, okay? There are different levels of tour caddies out there. I mean, there are guys that are in the up echelon of what they do. There are guys that are really good at what they do. And there are guys that aren't so good at what they do. The, the number of really great tour caddies out there is a finite number. And everybody's pulling and trying to grab one of those guys for their bag. Yeah. By reputation, by reputation, those guys that are really elite out there, they don't want Bryson's bag. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't want that. They don't want that day-to-day bullshit. Then it's just, it's just by reputation, it's a fucking nightmare. Do you think it was easier to work for like Duvall, Tiger? Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones that they've that I've heard. I have no idea, but th- those are two good ones that I've heard that have been pretty. Pretty. It's it's been uh, it's, it's a real job. Amanda. 
right? I mean, yeah. demanding. The, there you go. But, yeah. the, but demanding because listen, I have no problem with demanding because you want to win. I have no problem about being demanding because you want to be exact. I have no problem about being demanding because you practice and work hard. I have no problem with any of those things. But but the shambo is a cuckoo clock. <laughs> he does crazy stuff. You know, he you know, <laughs> you know, let's go, let's go hit balls, uh, you know, in the swimming pool at the hotel to pick up swing speed. You know, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm just making stuff up, but I mean oh, let's, yeah. he's he's a nut job, you know. I mean, and he makes unreasonable requests and he and he's and he's moody and he's quirky and you know, I know thanks. So what you're saying is you you think he's going to win uh, the Open Championship at Royal St. George's this uh, this week? I'll bet you whatever you want, Daniel, that he's <laughs> he's not close on Sunday. <laughs> I don't. Watch, yeah. watch me be wrong. Watch watch us all be well, wrong. I mean, you never fucking know, man. I mean, any you know, in, any given weekend, you, you can't. I'm not, I'm not yeah. putting my. I'm not putting my savings on Bryson DeChambeau this week. I'll just tell yeah, you that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I for sure wouldn't wouldn't either for a lot of those reasons. Uh, hold on, but uh, so Dan Dan hit a uh, just what Dan mentioned though. Greens books, yes or no? No, I don't. I, I think I think it's I think it's too slow. I think it's overkill. Uh, I think it takes away some of the artistry of the game. I th- I think. Um, I, I would let you have a range finder before I let you have a greens book. Okay. Mm-hmm. But okay. I mean, but you're creating your, uh, but I mean, you can say that, but at Augusta, they have their own, they have their own greens books. They, they're yes, making their but, own, yes. but do it. You have to do your own. Okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. 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 You don't have technology doing it for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the lobbyists looks like. We actually had the folks from uh, Golf Logics on the show, and great people, and good to talk to. But I, I think there's a difference, though, right? In in the sense of if you're a professional and you're doing it versus you're yeah. an amateur and you're doing it. I mean, I think that's yeah. the maybe the. But I mean, to be honest with you, as an amateur, it, unless you're like playing at a club consistently, regularly, all the time, I think that's when it really comes into play and when it benefits you. Uh, and then, and then you get to a point where you don't, you shouldn't even need the fucking book because you well, should know let, the me, let, me, let me give you, let me do it. Let me do this another way. Let me give you a sample. So I go to Farmington this year. It's brand new, right? I've never been here before. So the first two weeks I was here at work after work at night. And by the way, 1929 Fred Finley golf course, really good old school golf course, a lot of undulation, a lot of up and down, pretty complex greens, putting surfaces. So the first two weeks I was here, every night I would get in the cart and I'd go out and I'd, I'd go to three different holes a night and I'd get on the green and I'd make up my own greens book. Sure. You know, I'd, I'd hit some putts this way, I'd hit some putts that way, I'd hit some putts that way and, and I'd make some diagrams in my own little, in a, in a pad that I'd keep in my, in my bag, right? So I'm out there like the second or third night and a couple, some members come by, they're playing and they, they've met me already and they said, what are you doing? I said, I'm, I'm, I'm potting all the greens. Why? Well, because when I give a playing lesson out here and somebody hits a shot to a point, I want to say to them, what do you see? And they say X and I say, no, Y. And here's why I say Y. And let me show you what I got here. And I hit a putt and all of a sudden it does exactly what I say it's going to do. They go, how do you know that? I said, because I came out here and studied the golf course. And they go, what do you mean? I said, I came out here and potted every green in the first three weeks I was here. I said, you've been playing here 30 years as a member and you don't even know your own greens. Never right? done that. Because that's what we do. 
Do people do people appreciate that? And and well, two part question. Number one, that's a yes or no, and it's not yes or no. I'm sure there's a gray area. But when you explain that to people, when you tell them, does it really register, or is it like, eh, fuck, I'm just out here to drink beer and play golf? It depends on their level of proficiency and who they want to be, right? I mean, yeah. the guy, the guy that wants to go out there and play nine holes with his wife and drink a couple of beers and have fun, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Yeah, totally. There's nothing wrong with that. He, he, he's a recreational golfer. He goes out there to get some exercise at a few shots, and he's never going to take a golf lesson from me. He's never going to hit balls on the range for any length of time. There's, no, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And then there's a the guy at the club who wants to get a little bit better, wants to figure something out. He's a 14 handicap. He wants to be a 12 handicap, and he's going to put a little bit of time into it. And then there's the guy who I don't care what the starting point is. He could be a 25 handicap or 15 or a 5. But he says, listen, I'm going to see how far I can take this thing. I'm going to see how far I can, how, 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 how good I can get. And he's going to spend a lot of time with me and he's going to appreciate that conversation. And he's going to put a lot more time and effort into it. It just depends what they want to do. And there's nothing wrong with any of those people. They're just, sure. they're just, they're just yeah. different. Yeah, I'd love for us to uh, to get on a show and do and talk about. I mean, it's if you've ever followed uh, Tom Patrick golf. I mean, there's uh, there's three short things you'll see on Tom Patrick's post uh, very often, and it's called short game, short game, short game, and it's a way you kind of correct yourself. Get there. Don't go there yet, though, TP. I want to get back on the open, but uh, sorry, I I got. Hey, it's okay. And yeah, but I mean, but I mean, I think that's so good. I mean, you brought up the putting, and, and we were back on the court anyway but i think that's so true about you know where can you shave the most strokes off at on a golf course and i think that that's where i'm gonna i'm gonna get us back to the to the open championship and i think that's what's gonna really uh i think that's what's really gonna come into play here which i do think uh, uh i'm gonna move away from a guy that we shouldn't have probably spent so much time talking about because i don't <laughs> think he's gonna be relevant on sunday and i do think somebody like a Patrick Reed, whether you like him or you don't like him, I don't give a shit, but I'm telling you that guy, I think is going to do something here. I think a joy, I'm going to throw a few names out and you can, you can take what you want. I think a Jordan Spieth, I think this shit is going to set up a lot like colonial. And I think he's going to be able to take advantage of some things out here. I don't know what John Rahm is going to be able to do here, even though, even though I did pick John Rahm in my million dollar th- fantasy one and done thing <laughs> that's been running all through the. F- and bull- all right. So, what you're saying is I shouldn't quit my day job. Uh, but, it's Speed Week. It's Speed Week. It's like Shark Week. Uh, 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 let me think if I've got another one. Uh, I get the, well, no, that, those three. I'll start, I'll start with those three. What do you think? So, I, I am. Uh, it's well documented. I'm not a Patrick Reed fan for, for certain ethical reasons. Okay. We'll leave it at that. You don't have to be his buddy talking about golf. He's, he's an incredibly talented player. Um, he's got an incredibly talented short game. He's a fighter. He's a gamer. Um, I would never bet against him in a major. Uh, I think he's underachieved in majors so far. Um, I could see him winning three or four more majors in his career. Wow. At least um, he's a shot maker. Um, so yeah, I think he's a, he's a factor. He, you got you to consider him a factor. Um, John Rahm, you know, you can never underestimate confidence when it's high. And right now his confidence is high. He's, he's a talented son of a bitch. He's played a lot of golf in Europe. 
He's familiar with Lynx Golf. He's he's on, he's on a roll right now. I wouldn't bet against him. Um, and then as far as Spieth is concerned, he's a below-average ball striker, but he's, he's got an incredible short game. He's won the Open Championship before. Um, and, and if the short game's good and the putter's good, it makes up for a lot of ills. I don't think he drives the ball very well, and I don't think he's driving the ball very well right now. And at this place right here, there's some shit off the fairway that's not negotiable. You better get the ball in play. So if he gets the ball in play at a reasonable rate, he's a factor. If he doesn't get the ball in rate at a reasonable rate, he's not a factor at all. So the the bunker, the uh, the pot bunkers that are here at Royal St. George's, um, it's it's not your. And again, I haven't played there. I've just seen pictures. You played there, and these are the your your traditional pot bunkers of where you may be putting. Uh, I'm sorry, you may be chipping out of the sand behind you versus going like up and over. Right. So your sand game here, I don't know that it comes into play necessarily or does it? No, it does come into play. Um, you know, it, it, there are, there are places where the bunkering is more severe um, in places at St. Andrews and places at Carnoustie and places, that, you know, all these places have quirky bunkers, but here's the other thing about bunker play um, and, and, and links golf. You can get some funny bounces that, that, that push you in some funny, funny places and you can get some funny bounces that save your ass and, and get you, you know, get you out of trouble when you really hit a bad shot and it bounces the right way for you. So the one thing about Lynx golf, and you got to understand this, is that your, your starting times and the weather have a lot to do with what happens to you. Yep. You can get, you can get, you can get a bad draw or you can get a great draw and it's going to affect your week a lot. Um, and you, 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 you know, when you win golf tournaments and you win golf tournaments like this, you're going to have two or three instances or four instances during the week where you get some kind of crazy good break. Um, we remember Freddie couples hanging up on the bank at number 12 at Augusta, right? I mean, that, that ball never stops on that bank. Never. No, 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 that, that's, that, that's a one right. in a lifetime thing. Right. So that, those are the things that happen to somebody when they win. And we don't see every shot from Thursday to Sunday, of the winner. I can promise you at a place like Royal St. George's, the guy that wins that golf tournament this week will look back on the week and say, you know, remember the 11th hole on Friday when that ball bounced left instead of bouncing right? You know, that could be a two shot swing. So that's what happens in links golf. So the draw, when your tee times are, the weather on your tee times, AM, PM, um, and a couple of breaks here and there, and, and it changes the whole week for somebody. When you say it like that, it's so damn uh, encouraging. Yeah, go to Vegas and roll double zero black. <laughs> better off. Uh, so, uh, so you said Carnoustie was the hardest. You played uh, golf, obviously. Would you say fifteen times? And uh, I've been down fifteen times. Yeah. So, what's your? Um, what's your, do you have a favorite? If you said that, I missed it. I'm sorry. I, I didn't yeah, hear you know, favorite. I, 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 heard that. I have I have a bunch of favorites, but I mean, if you pin me into one favorite. It would probably be Turnberry, um, mm -hmm. but if you pin me into one, the hardest I would say Carnoustie. It is a, it is a absolute four-hour walk in torture, like in nails and glass, broken glass, and and you know people shooting BBs at you. It's, you mean like to a point that it's not? It gets like it's not fun. No, I think it's a lot of fun. I, I like hard. <laughs> I like hard. I'm I'm a little bit of a masochist that way. It's. 
it's a hard, I mean, if it blows a Carnoustie, you better put your fucking seatbelt on, dude, because you're in for, <laughs> you're in for five hours of, of getting your ass handed to you. I uh, know it's a lot of fun, but it's really hard. Um, you know, I, I would say Turnberry is my favorite. Carnoustie is the hardest. Uh, I, I really, uh, you know, the old course is very quirky, but it's, but it's so cool. It's so historical. And I, I like that. So I, I like that a lot too. Um, I'm just thinking, um, there's so many great ones. I mean, there's so many, I mean, there's yeah. so many good ones. So, so yeah, go ahead, Dan. So we talked about Rom, Spieth, um, Bryson, Tom, do you think there's a chance that we're going to get like a Phil that's in contention? Some, not, not Phil. I know I'm not going to talk about Phil again, okay, but, but there's a, is there a chance or somebody that that's over 40 that has a chance this week? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many guys you can look at. I mean, let's, let's not even talk about age for a second. We haven't talked about Colin Morikawa. We haven't talked about Tommy Fleetwood. You know, we have, we haven't, you know, we, Scotty Scheffler, we, you know, there's, you know, Dan, the talent pool is so deep right now, um, so deep um, that you know, you know, we had we had Ben Curtis win the Open a number of years ago. Was that was that a four hundred million to one shot, Ben Curtis? I mean, it's big. I mean, it was ridiculous, right? Can that can that happen? It can happen. I don't think it's going to happen to Royal St. George because I think the ball striking has to be very very world class over four days. But there's a lot of people out there right now playing good that, you know, Justin Thomas, we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about, uh, we haven't talked about um, Dustin Johnson. We haven't talked about Brooks Kepka. We haven't talked, you know, we haven't talked about Gary Woodland. You know, how, how, how many great players in the world right now? Who gets hot? Who gets some breaks? Who gets the putter going? You know, mm-hmm. and then the other thing we got to think about right now, we haven't talked about it at all. As of this morning, we had 16 guys withdraw. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. We had yeah. 16 guys as of this morning withdraw. So, if you look at those 16 names, and there's some pretty uh, Zach Johnson's out. I mean, there's, there's some pretty big names that are not playing right now for various reasons, personal reasons, and otherwise. Is it does it become the weakest major field other than Ooh. the majors of the year? You know, mm. and does that open the door up for somebody that we, we haven't even thought about? Because, you know, because because certain guys are not there. I don't and, think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet because the individuals that have withdrawn, I think, by the way, I think they could compete. They would compete there. You mentioned Zach. You mentioned Kevin Na. Uh, I don't know. Did Kinsiwu get around there? Maybe. Baba, Matsuyama. There's some pretty big names no, in no, there. Mat- Matsuyama for sure. For sure, Baba. Matsuyama. Baba. Yeah. Bubba's Bubba, out. Bubba, yeah, yeah he, now, he now could guys, be a player. Guys, keep in mind, this is Monday. Okay, today is Monday, yeah. right? Yeah. We haven't gone Tuesday, Wednesday yet. Okay, and, and Ricky, I think I thought Ricky made a great point. The, the, the RNA is making people jump through these these health and, and practice protocols. Okay, and they're letting thirty five thousand people on the property. So the yeah. some players, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't eat out. You got to stay in the bubble. It's only your own team in the house. You can't share a house with another player. And the players are going. Basically, what they're going is, "Fuck this!" You know, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, this is fucking ridiculous. I mean, letting thirty-five thousand people on the property, and you tell me I can't go out to a restaurant and I can't, I can't. Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler can't stay together. They can't split a house. Right? Well, hey, well, that's ruined their damn weekend. 
So, no, but when, when we say something, in, in reality, guys, here's what you don't realize. And I know you think it's not relevant, but housing yeah. up there and renting a house is really expensive. Yeah. So if you yeah. have two or three guys in a house, you can split it two ways or three ways. This, you know, it eases the pain a little bit. Now you're saying to every single guy, you've got to have your own house. Like, yeah, but that, but but think about it. I mean, that's a revenue that's, generator, right? I mean, it, it's generating revenue for the community, yeah. and it, uh, yeah, I mean, and, I, and, and you're paying for it as a player. No, no, yeah, I, I, yeah no, I I'm no, no, we're on your side, Tom. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the community. It's coming out of my pocket as a player. So yeah. my my nut just went up threefold to go over and play in the British. I, to- I, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying they're doing it to generate revenue. No, they're doing it because they think they're doing the right thing, but I think they've gone over the top a little bit. And and and, and you know what? Guys are saying, you know what? I'm going to take a pass this year. I'm going to. I'll, I'll wait till next year, right? Yeah. It's, yeah I'll take. And and you got 16 guys out this morning. Will it be? Will it be 30 by Thursday morning? Will it be 25 by Thursday morning? Sorry, but I will, will it be? Will it be 40 by Thursday morning? And if it is, what is the strength of the field now? Yeah, it, it's a good point. It, 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 listen, what if we turn around in the next two days? I'm just making this up. And Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, and name two others say, you know what? I'm out. What happens now? What 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 does the TV sponsorship look like? What are they saying? Which, by the way, I would I would dare say that the TV coverage for the British Open is the best of any major oh, out there. It's, it's great. It's I mean, great. You, get, you get it all, baby. If you want to wake your ass up at three o'clock in the morning, you watch the whole damn tournament. Versus, I, I versus, do. like I do too. That's when I, <laughs> hey, that's that's when I don't stop drinking at three in the morning. TP, I just I just keep drinking, baby. I just keep drinking. Dan, I just Dan, sleep during the day. Dan, how come I knew that was coming, Dan? How you, knew that? <laughs> you knew it was no, coming. But I, I mean, but seriously, coming. but it, but it's like what you get with the and I'm not. I think the Masters to me that it, that's my favorite. I, I know that I'm alive again when it's the first week in April and hello, Tom Patry. <laughs> it's actually hello friends, but I mean, that's what I know I'm alive again. It's like a lot yeah. of people are like, Oh, when football season comes on and let's get no, 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 no. When I hear hello friends and I hear the piano playing in the background, that's when I know I'm still alive. Yeah. And, and that is the best golf tournament, but I'm with you. Listen, I live, I live for April. Okay. I mean, what's better in April than the mashes in the final four? Boom, boom, back to back, right? Anything? Best two weeks in sport, right? And my next, my next favorite is the Open Championship, okay? And the U.S. Open, I, I, you know, I watch the U.S. Open. It doesn't ring my bell. And the PGA Championship puts me to sleep, okay? I put, I put, I put TPC ahead of both. I love TPC more than I like both of those. But this is a great week. I mean, this is a great week. And this week right now already – for me personally is diluted this week has been diluted already yeah 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 they they they've they've got some uh, they got some work to do i think to well i shouldn't say to get back I understand they didn't have it last year. They're skirting on the edge of this year of what do we do? How do we keep it? How do we make sure it's international? We got to do the right thing. We can't do the wrong thing, but I don't know. Are we borderline losing, dare I say, are we borderline losing the open championship? I don't know. I mean, can it be no. reborn again if it's ever gone? I don't know. So No, I don't, I don't think we're losing it. I just think they made some, I think they made some hasty decisions this year. And listen, if you want to test guys every morning, 
if you want to, if you want to make them take a, te- a, a, a fast test every morning and you have protocol about that, fine, but don't tell them they can't share a house. Yeah. Don't tell them they, where they can and can't eat. But if you want to test them every morning, like John, listen, let's go back to the Memorial term in John Rahm. He was Ugh. told, he was told at the beginning of the week, this is the deal. He knew the deal. Okay. He knew it was a possibility as yep. did every other player in that field. Yep. Yep. He decided decided to proceed in a certain manner. That was his decision. And ultimately, he paid the price for it. By the way, he handled it unbelievably. Oh, yeah. He went and won a major. He handled it unbelievably. No, he didn't even handle it there unbelievably. No, I know. But if you tell guys coming into the British Open this week, say, okay, guys, here's the deal. We're going to fast test you every morning. If you test positive, you're out. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to live in the same house as Cal all week long, you can live with Cal and Dan all week long. But, right now. but, but if you test positive, you're gone. Yeah. Now it's, that's up to you, right? Fine, that's fair. But to put all these other ancillary restrictions on them, a lot of guys are going to say, you know what? I'll take a pass. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I don't blame. I mean, again, never played professionally. I never will. Solid bet, but uh, yeah. So, who do you like this week, TP? Who do you like at the Open to? Um, you, you don't have to pick a winner. Give me, uh, give me who you like for top fives. I like Rom. I like JT. Hmm. I like Tommy Fleetwood. Hmm. I'll give you my old man pick. I like Lee Westwood. Oh yeah. Ooh. Who's playing good right now? Um, I'll I'll go side bet with you on. Uh, I'll I'll take a I'll take a match play on this one. I'll take. Um, uh, who am I? Taking? I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Who, who am I? Who am I taking here? Dan, don't help me, Dan. But if, <laughs> if, I, if I could just, if I could just let, get his head, let, let, let him screw this up himself. If I, could, if, I, if I could just, well, I got to make sure he's still playing. And Ricky Fowler doesn't count as an old man pick. I could just get his hat off down here. Matthew Wolf's out, and he's not that old. Track there's, man. There's, there's another guy. Matthew Wolf is out, right? Yeah, yeah Matt. Yep. Yeah, yep. Wolf's out. Yeah. Yep. So, Tom, while, while Cal – and, Cal, we're going to give you about a few minutes here because I want to talk to Tom about this. So, Matthew Wolf, I don't think you and I – I don't think we've talked about him with that unconventional swing. Do, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think when he gets into the zone after the, the hitch, if you will, that he's kind of spot on in terms of what he's trying to do. From a instructor, is, is, it, is it distracting? Is it, is it, does it work for him? Should you change him? What, what's going on? Well, he, he's, he's the 2000 version of Jim Furyk. You know, except he's 60 yards longer and he's incredibly talented. Now, the only thing I question right now, and this is going to sound, this is going to sound cold to some degree, is he's talking about his mental health and that it's so strenuous being out there. And, you know, it's so hard to be out there. Well, Matt, listen, here's the deal. I dreamed my whole life about getting out there and got relatively close and never got there. And you're complaining about being out there, Matt. I'm, I'm sorry. I have a hard time with that one. But maybe there's other issues we don't know about that are underlying mentally with him. Uh, he's, an, he's an incredible talent. I wouldn't change a thing. He plays golf, Matt Wolf golf his way. 
Um, if he's right mentally, if he ever gets right mentally, he's he's a very dangerous player. He's he's very talented, very very yeah. talented, okay. very talented. Good. Good. And I hope, I hope, and I hope, and then to not sound cold, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I hope I hope he's I hope, I hope there's not something really wrong there that that he can't overcome because he's he I think he's fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, he is electric when he's on fire and he's in his, and he's chasing like a rabbit. Yeah, he can right. he can kill it, man. He just kills yeah. it. Yeah, ask Jordan if it's hard to be out there and uh, talk yeah. about, you know, or, or, or ask Scotty Pippen. I mean, he's went through so many. Um, hey, let me ask you a question. Ask, ask Lucas Glover, who went 10, year, 10 years between wins and never gave up on himself if it's yeah. hard to be there. Hey, you know so t- TP, let me, and I don't know if you know Luke or not. Uh, I, we no. don't know him. We Yeah, so, but wasn't he the guy that had some issues with his parents back? Wife. Uh, like when he wife. just. Wife, wife, wife. Wife. With crazy wife, oh, crazy. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Crazy. But I, th- but I thought there was like an issue that was happening, like, uh, yeah, yeah, with a family crazy thing, wife. So, yeah. Like yeah. off the chart, crazy. Yeah, I think I think he's big pals, Cal, and I could be wrong. No, but we had uh, with, with uh, Michael Thompson. No, I think it's Hudson, no, Hudson Swaffer. Hudson Swaffer. Hudson Swaffer and him are big yeah. pals. We had Hudson Swaffer in the show. I think they're big yeah. pals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he fixed his uh, Range Rover. I, I don't, I don't know Lucas Glover at all, but man, I tell you what, that was. I, I was so happy for him yesterday, uh, for that win. I, I know he's gone through to hell and back with his personal situation with his putter and with a lot of yeah. different. To persevere for ten years like that and grind it out. God bless him. Okay, who's your pick, Cal? All right, so we'll we'll figure out our old man bet. I'm taking Stuart Sink over, over Lee Westwood. You're done. I, I would have gone. gone in a different direction, but okay. You're done. How much do you want? You want a thousand on that? Ten thousand? Fifty thousand? A hundred? Five dollars? What do you want? Well, we don't have to bet. I mean, I don't want to ruin your. No, 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 I don't, no, no. I, I don't want to ruin our relationship. No, big mouth. Listen, you just, you just, you just, you just, you just pushed it into my face. I we'll don't do want to ruin our relationship. And and it's illegal to gamble online. So, uh, you know, I mean, in, 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 the, gambling, in the state of Virginia, gambling, it's, gambling illegal. it's illegal. It's illegal. <laughs> gambling is illegal at Bushwood. We'll work out our bet on the back end. We'll make, we'll make this easy. We'll make this easy. Wherever we finally meet face-to-face... Okay, if I win, you buy Dan and I a steak dinner. Mm-hmm. If I win, I buy you and Dan a steak dinner. There you go. I like I like Dan, and I want Dan to win either way. There you go. I like. Oh, by the <laughs> you can you can I could give shit about. I could give two shits about. <laughs> well, Tom, uh, at least uh, at least we haven't lost any uh, blood over this one. So I love you too. Uh, and uh, by the way, we uh, we may have a Pinehurst meeting coming up, and we may Dan, need uh, a third man on the show. Dan, mark that down. Dan, he got Stuart Sink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've already you. marked it down. I've already marked it down. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Before I know we got to let you go. You're getting old. It's probably past your bedtime. It is past my bedtime. Yeah. Good. Keep going. What do you want? What do you want now? No, 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 no. So who, um, so you You're named talking? off a couple people. You were talking about Pinehurst, Cal. Oh, well I, well, I wanted to stick to the open for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anybody else there that kind of sticks out to you, you like, you like Westwood, obviously. My two soft spots, my two soft spots. And I, 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 I go to bed praying for these two guys every night. And I, I don't understand either one of them particularly. Uh, and I, 
I'd love to meet these two guys in person. I do not know these two guys. Um, and I don't understand a lot about them and the way they go about things is Ricky Fowler mm. and Tony Finau. Mm. I don't, I think Ricky is doing too many TV commercials and having too much fun. God bless mm. him. Mm-hmm. And Finau has so much talent. Hits it so far. Hits it so good. You know, does so many things well and, and, and puts a little bit like Helen Keller at times. Uh, you know, it's just unbelievable. I mean, he breaks my heart. I love the guy. Um, I would love to see those two guys play well. Yeah. Uh, I think Fowler has a chance for a good, uh, at least a top 10. May, I, I think he has a chance to win it, actually. I mean, he's played really good in his past several tournaments that he's uh, – that he's caving at. So I, I don't think like he's, like he's playing a little bit better. Kelly. It does seem like he's turned the corner. But hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you think? McElroy, do you think we see anything out of him? <clears throat> um, I mean, top 20, I'd say probably you think we see anything like close to contention, like he's getting there. Cal, let me ask you a question. When you see McElroy swing up the golf ball, do you think he should ever get beat ever? Never. Mm-hmm. It's just, unbe- I mean, let, let me let me let me put it like this. Every time I see Rory McIlroy swing at the golf ball, I'm like, shit. That is nothing. I don't do anything like that. Uh, actually, Cal says if he was only Australian, if he was only Australian. <laughs> you know, I, I look at I look at, at McIlroy swing golf club. I, I listen to him speak. He's he's obviously articulate. He's smart. Yeah. He, you know, puts his reps in. He swings at it beautifully. I mean, he hits it a mile. It's a relatively straight. He has a great pair of hands. And and another guy that, you know, I know he's won a couple of majors, and I know he's got a great career. But I, if you ask me if I, I'd categorize him as an overachiever and underachiever at this point in his career, I'd say under. Yeah, I'd say, sure. For sure. You know, based on based on based on talent oozing out of his paw, paw, every every pore in his body. You know? Yeah. So you're so so. I got a big no on McElroy this week, hey? I'm, I'm not feeling it. I'm sorry. I, no, listen. Would it, be, would, it be, would it be cool? It'd be great. But I'm not feeling. So the one guy I was going to say, Cal should have pinned you a bit against in the bet, Tom. And I'm not. He, there's, there's no reduce. There's no no reduce here. Well, but, wait a minute. Uh, can I, can uh, I get a mulligan? Can I get no, a mulligan? Nope, nope. <laughs> I would have said I would have said Louis O against him. What? Louis O's not an old guy. <clears throat> what is he? It's like a like a middle of the rotor. So it's funny oh, you say that, Dan. Dan, I'm in I'm in three different pools, and mm-hmm. Louis O Louis O was my first pick in every pool. Thirty eight, Cal. That's, that's what I'm saying. Dan, did you, you know, know. Dan, Dan, did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah. Every pool, yeah. Every I, pool. That's my pick he's, too. He's, my pick. Yeah. Yes. But no. But Louis O, so he's in your top in every pool. Huh. Yeah. Wow. And my first pick in every pool. Yeah, I, I played a lot of Louio in my pools. Uh, I played Rom a little bit in my pools. Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, I think Spieth is the guy. I think he's. Uh, I think it's a good uh, coming back okay, for Spieth. So, so, so I'll tell you what. You want to redo? I'll give you a second do. You can have Spieth, and I'll take Louio. <gasps> oh, for, for the second one. Okay. Hmm. Mark it down, Dan. Got it. Okay. <laughs> mark, it, it mark it down, Dano. <laughs> mark it a zero. Mark it like a zero, Dano. Mark it a zero. The new price is right. 
Oh, that's good stuff, guys. That's good stuff. Can't make it up. Can't make it. Uh, give me. Well, I know TP. I know we got to let you go. You probably got to get to dinner. Uh, hey, it, it is so much fun talking to. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing Dan's right now. Dan's friend you, of the show. One, I'll tell you one thing right now, Tom. The reason he's picking on you is he is so jealous that you're up there in Charlottesville. It's great horse and topography. He's like, damn it, this guy is living the life. I'm going to give him a hard time. No, I'm jealous because I can't hit the ball for shit. And he's, uh, you know, he's he's like, hey, I'll just take part. I'll, I'll, I'll just play it at uh, two under and I'm fine. No, yeah. it's not. It doesn't happen that way every day. Trust me, boys and girls. It doesn't happen that way every day. So trust me. Yeah. Um, um, sir? So I got, I got one for you on that note, Cal, just so you, just to give you a little reality check. So let's go back to the beginning of the hour. You asked me about playing in tournaments. I told you I qualified for the state senior open this year. So I qualified for the state senior open. And my wife says to me, who is, like I said to you earlier, a much better athlete than me. So I, the second round, she came out to watch, which she never does. She never does that. She came out to watch the second round of the state senior open. And I, I kind of, I, I think I shot like 75 the first round and kind of shit the bed a little bit. <laughs> so second round she comes out to watch it. Now listen, you got, you got to, you know, you got to shoot a number today, make this cut. Let's go. And she's walking around. And I think the second round I shot 77, which was, you know, I went the other way and, and, and we get, we, we get done. I sign my card, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I've clearly, I'm a little pissed off. And uh, I go sign my card at the scoring tent. I come out and I'm going to get my clubs and go to the car. And she's walking across the park and she goes, what was that about? <laughs> I, said, excuse, I said, excuse me. She goes, she goes, that was like, that was like horrific. That was like not even close. Ooh, wow. I'm like, that's just what I mean. Thank God we were riding in separate cars going back to Naples. I was like, so she, she jammed you up. Oh, got right, got right in the grill. Like, you know, that was, that was not really actually worth watching, you know. I mean, really, why did I come out here and watch that? Wow. Oh yeah. Mm. Ooh, hey, I got to bring up a course in Naples that uh, we were just chatting with a guy. I read it. Oh, uh, Ozark National is that down there? No, 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 no. It's in the Ozarks, Cal. That's it. That's 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 good, Dan. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got to find this thing that this uh, this fellow was talking about yeah, earlier. Do you, do you believe you just? <laughs> That's why Dan makes the big money. That's why yeah, Dan makes sure, the big money. Make sure, Dan, make, when, you promote the, when you promote this on, on social media, make sure you take that clip out. Leave that fucking play, clip in there. Yeah, no, he's saying is promote that. Cal, exactly. Cal, asking me, Cal asking me if Ozark National is in Naples. It's in Naples. I'm just saying, I'm looking for where this guy uh, said the shit was. Oh, uh, good what, God. Uh, what, 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 course, what course did JT say he was at? Uh, I don't remember, Cal. I, don't, I didn't write it down. I think no. it was Ozark National in Naples, Florida. No, no the Ozark. No. It's in the Ozark. <laughs> I, I know it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> he said it twice now. He said it twice. <laughs> he really does not say <laughs> He's gonna start driving south. Are you all cute? I'm, I'm, I'm heading down there tomorrow, and I'm gonna go find it. Uh, oh, yeah. TP, before you have to go, before you have to go. So, uh, so I like your picks, TP. For uh, actually, I like my pick better. For I don't. You think Stuart Six going to be bad? At the course, they open. 
Just make sure you, I like my steak medium rare to rare. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you want? Do you want? Do you want that Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? Oh, I love or, Pittsburgh rare. I love Pittsburgh rare. Yeah, Pittsburgh that'd be, rare. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh like rare. I got it. Uh, so. All right, so I'm I'm I've got a pick. We I may have said it like 17 times already. I think I think Jordan Spieth is going to win this one. All right. Okay, so now so we got Dan. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's got Stuart Sink, mm-hmm. and I've got Lee Westwood. Mm-hmm. And then he's got who? I got Louis Oosthuizen, and he's got Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. And you're picking Jordan Spieth to win now, too, Cal. Yeah, so I'm doubling down on Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I may owe you like a whole fucking cow. Okay, so <laughs> you're asking me for now a win pick, too, is what you're asking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Rom. My man. Solid. My man. Solid. Mm, that's so solid. solid. So solid, Tom. So solid. So write that down, too, Dan. Okay. I got it. That's comp- that's a confidence play right there, man. You're right about his confidence. He's there's... well, Dan. Who are who are you picking, Dan? Well, if I could pick anybody, I'd pick John. Yeah, Dan. yeah. If I could pick anybody, I'd pick John. Rom. <laughs> and and by the way, you know, and, and I'll tell you this, Cal. I'm not a John Rom fan. I'm not, I'm not a big John Rom fan, but man, the, the guy's got to go in the right direction right now. You know, so yep. yep. I can't argue. Uh, so, TP, before you go, Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, great, you're having a great time at Farmington Country Club. It sounds like uh, maybe called Golf Club. Excuse me if I got that wrong. Uh, are there any hidden gems up there that people have to find? Give me. Uh, you don't have to give me, but uh, can you drop a place uh, if I can't get on to Farmington? Where would I play golf? And if I'm going to pick up something for dinner or have a drink, where would I go? Well, in the state, in the state of Virginia, the, the, the place that I just, I was out a couple of weeks ago was the Homestead, which you guys have heard of, of course, where Sam Snead grew up. The Cascades course of the Homestead is spectacular. Really, really mm. good. Great golf course. Uh, I was up there a couple of weeks ago. Um, in Charlottesville, dinner-wise, there's a lot of good little places. Um Jeez, I, 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 I want me to ask you this question. Do you eat sushi? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? I love I, sushi. I found a great, of all places now, I'm, I'm really particular about my sushi. I didn't think Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, it's sushi. like sushi in Charlottesville. Yeah, I wouldn't even think of that, right? There's a place called Now and Zen. Hmm. So it was awesome. Really good. Really, nice. really, really good. So throw a curveball of some sushi at you in Charlottesville there. Nice. Good deal. TP, look at me making notes over here from the golf coach. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Boys, uh, it's, been, it's been fun. Tom Patry, it has. Tell people where they can find you. How do they find you? Not that anybody's listening anyway, but in case they are, how do they how do they get a hold of Tom Patry? www.tompatry.com. They go LinkedIn, they go Twitter, they go Instagram, they go Facebook. Um and uh, before I go to nighty night, because it's, it's almost nighty night for the old pro. Thank you guys for having me on. It's always fun having me on with you guys. I like cutting up with you. You're a lot of fun. I, I love watching you. I watch you all the time. Uh, I'm always tuned in to checking you guys out. Uh, it's it's probably one of the fun, 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 fun podcasts on, on all social media. So thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. 
Oh, thank you, Tom. EP, this is nothing but water as far as you know, buddy. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> 